This is required watching where we watch the essential films from lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and today we're talking about a film that's about two friends who come to an impasse as one of them abruptly stops wanting to be friends with them. This is written and directed by Martin McDonough, starring Colin Farrow, Farrell, and Brendan Gleeson. And this is The Banshees of Inishirin. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. Well, you didn't do anything to me. I just don't like you no more. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you talking to Parrot no more? That wouldn't be a sin, though, would it, Father? No, but it's not very nice either, is it? Do you know who we remember for how nice they was in the 17th century? Who? Absolutely no one. Yeah, we all remember the music at the time. Everyone to a man knows Mozart's name. I don't, so there goes that theory. Can't be waiting around for any more of this madness. Let's just call it quits. We won't call it quits. We call it the start. Okay, so I have to admit, I really love this film. I re- I really love this film. I didn't know much about the premise other than it's about a guy who didn't want to be friends with another guy. And that drew me in because it felt like a premise for a play. It felt like... It felt unusual that that was everything. It felt like it was too simple and and much more would come. But the power of this film is staying grounded in its very premise. And I think that some of the actions like cutting fingers off would be uh, considered not very grounded. But but I believe that's where Colum, that's that I believe that that is what Colum in this film would have done. Besides being written by a playwright. What I found interesting is the, re- re- the relatability of it. I can't be the only one who has lost a friend or dropped some friends for a variety of reasons. But watching Patrick, I don't know how to say this name promptly without an Irish accent, um, but watching him trying to figure out why his friend doesn't want to be his friend anymore is truly heartbreaking. You see his heartbreak over and over and over again as he's just trying to figure out why Colm doesn't want to be around him, and we are on his side. When Siobhan leaves and Jenny dies, he's really at his at, at the slow. We've seen this man get beaten up and beaten up and beaten up, and his, his friend Colm is, is chopped off, I think, one finger at this point. And and when sorry, when Jenny dies, it's it's an entire five more fingers. And watching the protagonist be brought down over and over from the start of this film is incredible. This film is unafraid to call out what exactly what it's doing. I'll, I'll talk to that in a second, but it was fun not getting a clear understanding of what column, understanding of of column, and they they speculate at the top of the film about depression, and only at the very end, at the very end, I think maybe twice in the, in the whole film do we get anything from Colin's perspective alone. But at the very end, do we hear? The vicar say something to you the effect of, is this your despair? And I only take that as, you know, depression. Um, but in the process, uh, you know, the, the, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop to say, I'm not sure if he's depressed. We only get such a closed look at their lives and we don't get much of Colm at all. Other than that, he wants to do something more with his life. He wants to be remembered for something. He wants to finish this tune that he plays on the violin. And that's, you know, because art is the only thing that survives. And it, 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 again, very unafraid to tell you what it's saying in some, in most cases. But I don't know. Like, there is such a thing as, like, high-functioning depression. And, like, that's not that he is, like, 
a happy-go-lucky guy himself, but I do think it's interesting that like he still has this he has this mission to 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 you know make something of himself. And even when presented with the opportunity to die or to be killed by the fire that that Pedrick sets in, in his house, he chooses to leave. And I think again at the hy- the hypothesis of this film at the very beginning is that Pedrick says that he's one of the nice ones. He's the nice one here. And we watch as he's transformed slowly, yet somehow very quickly, into being as miserable, if not worse, than those in the town. Those that he said that he was nothing like. And I find it sad, and I find it tragic, and 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 even oh, what's this? What's this guy's name? Even Dominic, who 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 put his played by Barry Keegan, Dominic, who who commits. I think I think we see his transformation as well. Well, every obviously everyone transforms in one, one shape or another, but even see like the mini version of 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 Pedrick's transformation is that like this is someone who's who may be a bit differently abled, but is looking for I think the very thing that our society tells us that we should be getting. We should be getting a wife. And he has this friend, but his friend is annoyed by him and kind of pushes him away quite a bit. And his father beats him and molests, molests uh, assaults him, sorry. And then at the very end, you know, he, he's at his wit's end with Patrick, and then suddenly he's, he's gone. And that's, I think, I'd like to think that he slipped. And, you know, it, there's everything in the film that indicates that he would have slipped. But I think it's something more than that, especially by being rejected by Siobhan and, and, and not having Siobhan there. Again, the play does not go into this. This is just my own my own thoughts on what happened. But again, Colin Farrell and, and, and pa- as Patrick and watching his dissension into being this lighthearted guy that we're on the side of from the very moment that we see, uh, that we, that we see that, that Colin is, doesn't want to be his friend. We're on, we're on his side. And yet at the end, I think we, we question everything just like how, honestly, just like how much of the town questioned his behavior as it increased. I was kind of like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And then at the very end, you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Anyways, it's, it's a tragedy, this film, and it's brilliant. And I would honestly, I, I would crush souls if I could play this on stage, to be perfectly honest. Just two men, not that it has to be a man, but two people talking about something that feels so real and relatable and heartbreaking and warm and nostalgic because you feel you feel it. And on top of this, Ireland is going through a war, a civil war that'll happen again and again, as, as Patrick say, what's happening now. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hard, I, I could talk about this film over and over and completely nerd out. I'll probably watch this film a few times to really get on it. But what did you guys think of this film? What am I missing? Did you guys, did you guys feel this, feel this film the same way I did? Or is it just not as deep as I'm making it out to be and it's a bunch of people talking? Because that's also a really valid criticism. But I, I, I choose to look at it in a little bit of a deeper way. But tell me what you think. Anyways, is it required? Yeah, I think so. I think it takes a special kind of screenwriter to, watch, to write a film that is just people talking. I think it takes even more of a special kind of screenwriter to watch people talking in a way that is impactful with the thing that is being suggested. And it's such a simple premise that is being explored over and over and over again and hitting those beats over and over and over again to a point where it's really emotional 
and it really gets you in your feelings. And it's it's something that I don't think can be done quite easily. Besides the landscape, besides the, besides the cinematography, oh my gosh, everything was fucking beautiful about this film. Absolutely incredible about this film. It's so simple, yet, yet, yet. It looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It's, it's you know, it's a period. So it's it's great. Anyways, yeah, watch this film. Watch this film for the dialogue. Don't go to Tarantino for dialogue. Don't go to Tarantino for dialogue. People don't talk like that. If you want to see real dialogue, or at least even something that's slightly exaggerated dialogue, look at this film. Yes, it's for the time, but look at this film. How people how the mechanics of people having a conversation with each other. Look at this film for how to make something visually interesting that is inherently inherently boring. People having a conversation over and over again not, <laughs> is boring, right? But I think there's something to say about the way it, this film is carried. I'll leave it there. Am I wrong? Did I get it right? Is there a film that that we should be talking about? I don't know. Let me know, though. Until next time, Required Watching is a film club. So, you know, comment, you know, find us on social media, you know, be a part of the community. Especially if you made it this far. What are you doing? Anyways, let's talk soon. Peace.